0: Hey, Adam here from Intercom, and you're listening to Intercom on Customer Engagement. Episode 7, The Right Time to Send a Message. When it comes to communicating with customers, we often focus on the right words and the right medium, but far less attention is paid to the right time. This is partly because the perfect time has so many different variables involved with it. Trying to craft a message that matches every customer's lifecycle, location, and activity not to mention their device and environment, can seem like a Herculean task. It's why so many people don't bother and why you still get we haven't seen you in a while emails at 3 a.m. If all these variables are making your head spin, don't despair. By analyzing millions of messages sent through Intercom, we've uncovered a few steps you can take to make sure your messages arrive at a time that's appropriate to the most people possible. It's often said that timing is everything in life, and customer engagement is no different. In our research, we found that the peak open rate for all types of messages across intercom is between 10 and 11 a.m. in the local user's time zone. Now, intercom is a B2B product, and our data reflects that. Saturdays and Sundays might work well for a consumer audience, but we're simply not the best to judge that. But in general, this data matches what we'd consider normal patterns of behavior. Most people do a quick triage of email and notifications first thing in the morning, archiving or ignoring those that are irrelevant, seeing if there's anything urgent, and leaving everything else unopened until they get to work. There are definitely exceptions to this rule, but not all of us get up at 7 a.m. just to battle through email. If we examine our data over the entire week, we see that Tuesday, closely followed by Thursday, has the highest open rates compared to any other day of the week. In fact, all of our data shows most activity happens during the middle of the week with only minor outliers. The high-level advice here, your messages have the greatest chance of being opened between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., Tuesday to Thursday. It's when we start breaking this data out by message type that things start to get really interesting. For example, let's take a look at the daily open rates for an in-app message versus email. There's a spike in email opens between 10 and 11 a.m. that's the highest open rate of any message across intercom. Now your inner marketer might start rubbing their hands together when you see that spike. You might think, Let's send out all our messages at 9 a.m. before everyone gets into the office. But that spike only tells us part of the story. The disparity of open rates between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. is much greater across email than across in-app messages. We're seeing that there's a window of opportunity associated with email on days like Tuesday and Thursday. Hit that, and your message will have a high chance of being opened. But if you're looking for a consistent open rate throughout the day, consider an in-app message instead. If we examine our data over the course of a week, this pattern is confirmed. Emails sent between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays have the greatest chance of being opened, but in-apps have a remarkably consistent open rate throughout the entire week. For instance, you'll have a much greater chance of getting an in-app opened than an email on a Friday. Likewise, late afternoon seems to be a particularly successful time for in-apps as opposed to email. So what does all this data tell us? First of all, across email and in-apps, messages have the most chance of being open from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on a weekday. Secondly, unless you have a very good reason, avoid sending messages outside of business hours in the recipient's time zone. If you have a message that needs to be read immediately, consider sending email prior to peak opening times. That's Tuesday and Thursday between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And remember, time of week and time of day matters less for in-app messages than email. Between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. is best, but really, as long as it's during business hours, you should be fine. The perfect time has many different variables beyond time of day. There are a number of distinct aspects of time that you have to consider, but once you've considered the impact of all of them, you'll be well positioned to draw up the perfect message schedule for your app. The first of those variables is frequency. There's nothing set in stone about how often you should message your customers. The appropriate frequency for an invoicing app, which a customer might log into once or twice a month, is going to be very different from a consumer app that is aiming for daily usage. One thing's for sure, though. If you are sending too often, your subscribers are likely to tune out whatever it is you have to say. Even worse, if you start showing up in their inbox unannounced or uninvited, they'll start to tag you as spam. A recent study of attitudes towards email marketing found that 44% of respondents wanted to receive less email from companies and brands, with 46% saying they flagged email as spam if they received too many messages from the same company. It's not all bad news, though. Almost half of respondents said they would like to get better quality content or offers tailored to them. At Intercom, we ensure all messages to customers have a filter of last contacted more than two days ago, which is the minimum you should consider in order to avoid annoyance. Next, you'll want to consider the recipient's local time, The time of day when someone receives a message can have a huge bearing on its effectiveness. This is why it's incredibly useful to segment your users according to their geography. Because when it's lunchtime in San Francisco, it's late evening in Berlin. If you're an Intercom user, you can use delivery windows so that your message will only send to users during a time specified by you. For users outside that window, we'll hold the message and deliver it when the window opens again. Even if your current tools don't support geographic segmentation, it's still possible to optimize the time of day you send. For example, send a message at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 5 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, and you'll get a high proportion of people at their desks in both the U.S. and in Europe. Now, you'll also want to consider calendar time, too. The day you send your message will absolutely impact its success. Take the day as running up to Christmas. All but the most critical, or possibly shopping-related messages in this window are going to be forgotten about by people in large parts of the world. On a similar note, if you have an invoicing app, the final few days of the month are probably not the best time to contact your customers with a non-essential message. It's probably their busiest time when they're trying to get their billing sorted before the end of the month. Or, if you have a tax filing app, you need to carefully consider what communications you send coming up to the April 15th deadline in the U.S., or whatever the comparable tax filing date is in your customer's country. Recency and significance matter here, too. You should always aim to engage with a customer when their memory is still fresh, or even better, when there's still an opportunity to help them in that moment. That's why you're asked if you found everything okay when you're still in the store, not when you're halfway across the parking lot to your car. But even if you can't ask straight away, all is not lost. If an event is significant, like buying a car or canceling a flight, people remember those things for a long time. The optimum scenario is something that's high in recency and significance like a message asking you to review this audiobook sent just after completing the final episode. Don't waste your time asking about unimportant events far in the past, like something that begins with, when you installed our app last year. Even if you do get a response to this, the data will be questionable. Lastly, you'll want to consider the customer life cycle. In an ideal world, customers would respond like a chain reaction. They see your product, they want it, they install it, they pay for it, And life goes on happily ever after customer life cycles though like the lives of their customers are messy the relationships people have with your company will develop over time some messages that would be valued in the first weeks of your relationship will be wholly inappropriate a few months in the secret is understanding the activity and status of your customers and creating messages in terms of those relationships take a project management tool the key events in terms of a customer's life cycle might be Signs up for a trial, creates a paid account, creates their first project, completes their first task, invites a teammate to collaborate, and then invites a client to collaborate. An inactive customer lifecycle, however, might look a little different. They won't follow such a linear path. The essential point is to match your message with where your customers are in that lifecycle and nudge them along the path towards success. Now, with all these timing considerations down pat, and using all the guidance about the right ways to message your customers listed out in episode six, you're ready to create your all-important messaging schedule. And in the next episode, we'll explain the three methods for bringing that schedule to life and the pros and cons of each. This has been Intercom on customer engagement.